Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Premier League podcast episode number 116. We built the last podcast episode as the greatest hurling weekend of the year and boy did it deliver. There was plenty of drama in in the championships at senior, premier, intermediate and intermediate level. And I'm joined here by Stephen Cronin and Sean Smith to discuss all the action. We're also taking donations in PV Towers here for giving some motivation to uh, to some teams there for, you know, we might have been nailed up on the dressing room wall. So all, all congratulations and all praises well and duly taken. And we'll also discuss at the end of the night the Premier View Power Ranking. So, Stephen, we had a great weekend. We start at the senior, we start at the top. We had some great quarterfinals there. Three, I suppose, really close games and one once I suppose Stars drum game, which I suppose was the only the only resounding win for Stars. And we'll talk to Sean about in a second about Bath. But Lockmore and Ross Gray, this was a bit of a cliffhanger there now on uh what was supposed to be the Friday night lights were brought forward or brought back to Saturday. Um Kildangan and Holy Cross with the Friday night one. Um, sorry, Kevin. Uh, we're we're having You're a bit right, of a, right. a bit of a start, but look, we'll drive on anyway. Yeah. Um, we got rained off there Friday night. Um, I suppose everyone was looking forward to nestling into a, a humdinger. On you know, if you wasn't traveling, it was on Clubber, and we it got postponed there twenty four hours. But again, it didn't didn't disappoint. Um, an absolute cracker and an epic of a game. You know, we had uh, Dara Woods. Is Dara Woods? Yeah. Um. Uh, scoring Five at will over the shoulder on the turn, you know, difficult angles, you know, worldies that that begun viral, you know, and uh, but a cracking game and fair play to Holy Cross, like they really they really put it up to him, like you know, if if we were going into the weekend and we were picking winners, we probably would have thought Kildangan might have been a little bit more comfortable, but but Jesus. Holy, Holy Cross, Holy Cross gave it to him, you know, and put it right up to him. And um, you know, look, fair play to Kildang, and they uh, they dealt with the favourite tags. They got the win during the semi final, you know. But we 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 started off. They set the tone for the weekend, you know. We had some some absolutely cr- brilliant brilliant games this weekend, and um, you know, hats off to Holy Cross. They're a coming team. They're building. We probably would have been a little bit worried 
earlier on in the year with the high scores um being conceded and they came out of a difficult group but they 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 acquitted themselves extremely well this weekend and um Kildang and then they they had enough to do the job and you know it was to Sean Hayes had a right good game off top I thought for him and um you know they'll they'll be they'll be confident especially with a real good game in a, going into a semi final it's hard to judge a team off a you know if they if if they have a blowout there and go into a semi final with with a soft enough game under their belt but you know they'll um they'll be well tuned anyway for a semi final. Yeah, and Holy Cross, you know, you mentioned this was a, a young day, Aaron. You know that I think it was their first quarter final. Again, don't quote me on this, but nineteen years I heard. But um, you know, definitely we'll definitely be seeing them again in the quarter final before before then. Uh, great underage success recently. Kyle Barrett, kind of, you know, their their spiritual leader, if you will, up centre forward. And every time you know they, I thought that Kildangan might get away. You know, they came back and they got a goal or a couple of couple of great points. They just wouldn't go away. Yeah, and uh, that's great character because it's very easy for I I'm not going to say a small club because Holy Cross are a massive club, but a team not expected to be in the situation, or you know they might go up and throw the kitchen sink at them, and then with ten minutes to go they kind of fall away. But there was no getting rid of them, you know. Um, it's uh look they won't want to hear about a moral victory of moral victory, so we won't speak about it. But it's a stepping stone, and you'd be thinking. You know, this this is a brilliant year for Holy Cross, and it was a brilliant performance in the quarter final against one of the county favourites. You know, they'll be around for a while coming it yet. You know, and um, they lead us all over the pitch. And as I said earlier, they weren't willing to back down. They went to the wire, and that's a sign of huge character on top of talent. And you know, that's uh, that's great for Holy Cross's future. And Sean, I suppose to talk about Kildangan, arguably up there as joint favourites now with Turles for the for the Dan Breen. How would you assess them after a you know quite tough quarter final? Yeah, like coming up to half time, they were six clear, and I kind of thought they'd pull away, but by God, like they got the penalty barrage, took a penalty farewell there, and fourth, he could follow up with a goal before half time, and they level like and the game swung and act like you know, like if Clang another point to before that. Seven or eight at half time wouldn't see the Holy Cross. Their ears are pricked, like you know, they gotta see something here and they come out in the second half and did the hurling as well. Like Langan again, we're always saying they're going to probably get enough in the end to get it. Um, which you did, like you know, kind of what Holy Cross were there the whole way. I mentioned Dar Woods already, like he's hitting points and to be honest, if you missed one, you'd be going, Why is he even shooting from there? But his radar was absolutely perfection, like it was different level. And like, like Barrett is good, Brian Barrett, their main players, like, that's what they want to that level. Like they stood up, like other teams during the championship maybe flatter to see a bit, and their main marquee players might have stood up, but their big lads for sure stood up there. Like Barrett hitting, score one three, on with penalty, all right, like 40 on one, hard goal. Like, so they're, they've players where the field are coming well. They're winning underage to be honest there last week as well. So like they're going to be there about this kind of level now for next while, and they're going to give teams something to worry about. Yeah, and I suppose Kildangan, there's a bit more improvement in them, I think. Um, yeah, there's a lot of bad wides as well. A lot of bad wides as well. In half. Like, Billy Seymour did great with the good. Like, you know, he had some great points for us to score bad wides as well. But, but he's on the ball so much that was saying that. Did he get, what, five or six points from play? Like, so you're saying that how many did he could have got if he didn't hit the wides as well? But that game could stand Kildangan way more than going out and winning by. And like they had to dig in, and like this championship where wins is going to win it by digging in and beating nearly everyone. That's title contender, like. Yeah, we might discuss the draw at the end of the end of the night as well. But you know, getting I suppose we can't spend too much time on any one of the games with the other quarterfinal. Then uh, Lockmore and Ross Gray last year's Seamus James Warren champions certainly did that division or or championship proud there on a Saturday. We yeah, they saying, were. Do, do, so, go sorry, on, go, go ahead, Sean. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. We're kind of saying last week, weren't we? That if Rash Gray can come out and just go for it and play their flow and hurling and score, which is exactly what they've done. Like, you know, going in half time, or they were up by 117 to 29. Like, that was massive. Like, and I was like, second half, come out now and 10 points and see him through. You know, even kind of end up and score, but a lot more, a lot more. But this Rash Gray team, like, they showed a bit of flair. This year, I think, kind of played hurling and enjoyed way to watch, like for spectators, like and to be honest, like people are saying to start there maybe 
to be struggling to kind of get out of the group, but they got out and left other teams in the dust now, like in like in two probably with their form up as well by beating Snow to affect times as you know, like Ross Gray or like bang there in the last eight, but then at the end. Stephen, do you think maybe you know Ross Gray they had the great first half as Sean said going in five up? Well, you know, watching with that second half, it was a bit frustrating watching them kind of, you know, the real kind of just lateral stuff in the half, half back line, full back line before, you know, I think it was a note on commentary. I'm not sure who it was. You know, their four was actually getting cold up there. Do you think that maybe the difference in winning that game could have been maybe switching a bit, going a bit more direct that second half? Yeah, look, I suppose early delivery is 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 at and the... You know, all the forwards want is an early delivery. But where you have to credit Ross Cray and you'd be hoping other clubs look at him and use him as an example. Is we have a style of play that's working for you. You know, you have your own blueprint, you have your own identity. There's you're you're best off focused on your own rather than changing everything up because of the opposition. And Ross Cray did that and it's gotten to that point the point of the, the Tipperary senior hurling quarter final. Now probably they could have been a little bit sharper in the delivery in the second half, especially. But that comes with inexperience. You know, you're up against look, you're up against Lockmore Castellani. They are a top level team. They don't panic under pressure. Um, you know, they're just going to do their own thing for the whole game. And you know, a little bit of inexperience, a little bit of probably naivety. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can get away with a couple of passes around the middle of the area. And you know it, it mightn't break down. Not necessarily something comes up, or you could get a good score off it. But the next play doesn't necessarily mean you can do the same thing again. You know, and they'll take a huge uh, knowledge from that game. You know what I mean? And I think um, again, Ross Cray with with the way they play, with the, with the flair they play. You know, they play. They don't. They didn't go up there saying, "Oh, we're a small team here. Let's play." Uh, Try everyone back in the back line, you know. Let's play gung ho. We'll see how we go. They went out there to win that game, playing their way, and I think it was a huge credit to them. Look again, uh, the forwards probably wanted that ball a bit earlier, but these are little lessons that they learn going forward. Yeah, no, I thought um John McGrath in that game got one of the points of the points of the weekend certainly until I saw Dar Dar Woods play, but you know he got an absolute beaut in the second half there, like like a golfer swing, no no backswing on it, like it was just. Perfect that but uh Noel taking off, would you be a bit worried there? Maybe an injury must have been. I think did someone say he might have been ill for the last few mm. days or something? Yeah. I like there's so many games on so many different countries that it could have been someone else that was ill all week. But someone missed uh, him and Tynan, someone said both couldn't might have been even like full again. Yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan Tynan as well could have been a little bit ill. But mm. isn't that a fair reflection on Lockmore that Noel was practically an anonymous throughout the game? Didn't get any you know, score, I don't think, yeah. Do you know, and he barely look because I feel like it's Noel McGrath. He barely got on much ball as well, like you know what I mean. But Lockmore still able to find a way. Mm. You know, when you go to games throughout the years and they might be missing this player or that player, but they still they find a way and it's it's going to be a great confidence boost going forward for him if he's ticking the next day, because if he's taking the next day, they're going to be stronger again, you know, and um you you you'd expect them to be look. They they probably got a bit lucky with the with the the red the the, the red card maybe that should have been, you know what I mean. So like we all rely on a little bit little bit of luck every now and then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly those you know those those small breaks. Sometimes they go for you, and sometimes sometimes they don't. But as I said, fully fit. Noel McGrath coming coming into the stadium there on a Saturday night lights in a two weeks time is going is going to be brilliant. Um. Suppose we have to move on to the Sunday games. That's because we've we've all the we've all the different um divisions to get through yet. Where to start with with the next one? Clonality and Tomb. This was uh, you know, this flowed one way and then the other. Like you know, where to start? I suppose. Look, we better start at the most dramatic point. Start with that late twenty-one yard free moved in. Like in hell, and you know, coming the hour, coming the man had to be Connor Hammersley. I think with the with the rebound there, like it's uh, Tomb at that stage absolutely sickened after looking winners. You know, just they couldn't shake Penelty off. Yeah, there's. I, I was enthralled by the game. It, it, it was a game you couldn't take your eyes off. But for the first twenty minutes, it, it, two more brutal. You know, there was no intensity. 
There was no aggression in their play. And look, these lads are getting ready for a county semi-final, so they probably wouldn't have had an old drink um, Sunday night. But if they did, Rory Brislan wouldn't have had to put his hand in his pocket because he pulled off a world-class save when Clonulty were in the ascendancy. When Had that goal went in, Tumi Varro dead and buried. You know, and it gave him the lifeline to stay in the game. Now, Clonulty didn't do enough scoring in the first half when, when they were miles clear. Yeah. And it was... Like you can't give you can't give a team a sniff when 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 you're on top, you just can't give them any hope whatsoever. And whatever went on in the dressing room at half time worked because whether it was a rollicking or whether it was an arm around their shoulder, because they were a bag of nerves in the first half and they didn't. I, I won't say they didn't try, but the the working wasn't work happening. You know the intensity wasn't happening, the aggression in the run wasn't happening, but they came out in the second half and although Canulty got the first score. Tumi Vara took over the second half and look, Canulty are a fantastic team themselves so they weren't going to roll over either and what made for the second half and the extra time was just absolutely, it was worth every cent getting into the game to watch it. It was absolutely phenomenal stuff. And um, You know, going to extra time, I was, I'm praying I didn't go to penalties because you wouldn't want to see a team go out on penalties after putting in that kind of performance. The lad Tomb brought on at half time, 17. Adam, Adam, Adam Hall, Hall, yeah. Good. It's two three, uh, like, and I think you got man the match actually. I think you did. Not, sh- not sure actually because I was going from match to match. I did once one was over on Sunday, I was gone into not, I wasn't waiting to see who was getting mad at the match. Like, you know, it was a crazy game. Like, as Steve said, there in the first half, don't think at 20 attempts to go and like return 10. I'm like, no, it could have been out of sight, game could have been over. Same match, but two in the second half, so shooting made a half time, whatever said, came out different team. And then at the end, he nearly sniffed. Like, I was actually sitting in line nearly with that 21 there. I was kind of saying to Dad, I was like, the rebound here is crucial. And Knowles kind of pushed over on the far side towards the old stand. And one or two or two lads didn't even run after the ball, whether on the ground or they slipped or what. But Knowles just lurched the break. And that was it. But kind of next time, we always felt too, had that upper hand, that bit more on him there. And Knowles lads, like, lads were cramping everywhere. Like, the field's getting heavy, you know, you see it. But they gave it their all. And, no, they've just had a bit me pushing about Tomb, like Tomb are kind of this team this year now. They're kind of going, going and going and showing more every game, and it's hard to know. Yeah, talk about the semi-final draw later on, but like they're ready to shit. They they can't yeah. they can't start like that in the semi in the semi-final though. Like, no, you won't. know, I they they were probably lucky that, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but Connolly Rossmore in a relegation battle for a reason, and it seems to be putting scores on the board. You know, the first day I know it was a, a tough old day, but getting scores seems to be big proper scores. Like, you know, 10 points return in the first half when they dominated play was a very poor return. So they were very lucky in a sense that they were up against a team that was under pressure. Um, I think if that was against the other teams that were in the quarterfinals, I think the game would have been over at halftime. So that's something they need to work on for the semi-final. They can't, you won't get a second chance in the semi-final by coming out at half, uh, by wait until half time to start playing um, and then the mental side of things the backs not following up the, pen, the 21 was I thought was criminal you know they shouldn't have been in a position where they could have thrown away the game and if if, if you remember it, right at the date a Clundy lad had possession of the ball and strangely went for a shot over the bar when they were two points down you know when he needed to go for a goal if a goal was worked there there was no comeback you know, like these mental little switch, little when they turn off mentally for a couple of seconds, he or even as the first half as it shows, that won't be that would be punished in the semi final, and that's something they need to work on. Yeah, and he hit that ball wide, Steve, didn't he? He timed yeah. it all. He, he yeah, wide. he hit it wide. Yeah, yeah he it, was, it was so it. strange. Like, yeah, it was so strange, and it, it look look that didn't cost them the game. They they had they had sixty minutes, and then they. 20 minutes in the in, in extra time like you know so I'm not going to pin the blame pin the blame of the game on that it was a, it was a bad decision um but I think the 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 mental block of the 21 where no Toomey Var defender followed it up that put him in a situation where that lad at the end had a chance you know and uh, th- these are just little things that they need to work on mentally yeah exactly where where for now for Clenelty you know they go from the you know like the three other losing quarterfinals done for the year, you know, have a few drinks as he said Sunday night, Steve, but they have two weeks now till, you know, a, a 
Brackens they have. Um, to talk about your your game in a while, but you know Brackens certainly put in you know kind of under the radar performance a a win against Drum in their final group game to kind of give them a bit of momentum. But you know it's a strange, strange situation for Canelty, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think it might. Sorry, go on. I think it's. I think it might suit Canelty a bit actually getting that game mm-hmm. into him as well. Like they showed something first half. No, they have like it's just put ball bar there and the ground outside like and then. They show the fight, then come back in, like you know, in relegation battles, they take the life of their own, and, and like putting that game back for down to winter's time, like my standing to his time, like previous time, yeah. And and I, I say, if you're in any of the relegation spots, there you take um Knolte's last few weeks ahead of the few weeks that the other teams have had because when everyone else played the third round of the championship, Knolte then had the preliminary quarter final and they had the quarter final, that's two huge games leading into a uh, relegation semi-final. Now, the other two teams, the other three teams wouldn't have played any meaningful match in all that time, you know, and training, training the whole time, and no matter how, how much you try and replicate the intensity of a match, it's never going to be a match. Clonulty will have two humdingers, Mullahone last week and Tumivara this week. They have two weeks then to get the bodies right after after yesterday's exertions. If I'd rather be in Clonulty's position than any of the other three um, going into the relegation semi-finals. Yeah, I'd be the same thing as that there, Stephen. Like to be no reason why they wouldn't want to. You see, games are worth everything. Like you know, you can do so much training session, Stephen, and like them two games they had, they did dig it out. Like and hopefully they can they'll see then for around top relegation and later on. But like that was something that they needed. Like and help from what I saw in the group games. Oh, absolutely, yeah. We might have lost our host, so we kind of have to duke it out ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah, but they look, they'll be delighted with that anyway. And um, uh, um, I think Kevin has gone anyway. And has, look, we're we're going to wrap it up on that anyway and move on to the Sars game. So, you know, um, what's your thoughts on the Sars drum? The game we thought would have been the cracker of the weekend turned out to be a damn squib. Yeah, I was kind of shitting it, to be honest, and then. The game started, we just kind of just come out of the blocks and just, with just that intensity, I think we had the strength we had at the time. Remember scoring there, Steve McHale, Aidan McCormick, points, Darcy Lake was a handful. Ronan Mar, as we said here, lads, even Ronan Mar loose, we've always been hit Ronan Mar, like, like, you know, looking back on, sober then again, it's kind of saying, even if you, we got one point, that was hit the roll and, and they passed the watch right in, and bar, like, instead of throwing walking through the lines, which they were good at. So whether it was kind of, did the game plan go into window form early on, or what do you think, Stephen? Um, to, uh, to be honest, I was blown away by Sarah's performance. Um, I, I thought Drum would have brought the physicality because look, everyone knows Sarah's fields want the hurl. You know they want the big open, they destroy in a big open field, one on one hurling fast direct. But for me, it was Sarah's set the tempo and physicality, aggression, intensity, and I don't know where. Drum expecting it, were they ready for it? But Sars physically blew him out of the water, you know. And um, I, I, Sars were a slow burner all year, like you know. And if Paddy knows that, <laughs> Paddy knows that about getting a team ready, especially we've been in so many All Ireland finals himself, getting a team ready for the right time of the year. He seems to, he seems to have perfected with Sars this year, you know. Um, they're. The the work rate around the middle the middle third I thought from Sars was excellent, you know I think the midfielders had three or four points on the clock within ten minutes, that's 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 a savage return for any club and um I thought Sar uh, Sars movement up top was just was just um was just too much for Drum you know Drum then on the other hand they have their identity the style of play they want to run it out lads run off the shoulder, but that slows down delivery then into the forward line and. You know, Roland Mars back there, mopping up everything. Like, um, yeah, Drum. I think would be really disappointed with their performance on the day. And you know, I thought it was a bit strange having Shamey out doing all the industrious work, doing all the mulligan, being in the middle of the battle. When if you're going to work the ball out the field from the goalie to the wing back or corner back to the midfielder, put Shamey on the edge of the square so you're delivering him the ball and you're look whatever he might. Return from it is neither here nor there. But if you've shamey Callan at the edge of the square and the ball coming in on top of him, it would have a backline 
more worried than they probably than, than they would be if he was out of field. If you get especially like it was Dennis Smart fullback, who's a natural forward, he could be a natural anywhere. To be honest, no. So like Shamey, that's a full forward naturally. Like you know, he could hit the ball into. Him. But then he did win the ball himself from the half forward midfield. Like he's he got one great point in the first half, and the thought of getting going. But then he just wasn't getting on the ball then. But also in that same period, I think Stephen Weed two or three blocks. I think Steve Mar a great block as well. We're doing a lot of blocking and hooking, which drummer run that is. And we were kind of well disciplined not to foul him. We kind of stood him up. Rowan stood up one it was a campus one one time, I'm not sure who it was, and he stood him up and it's got a block in and cleared and got a score. So like everything kind of worked out in the days. Yusuf Hori kind of hasn't peaked there for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. The, the hooking and blocking and just the the measured tackling. You know, there was nothing, no rash, no, no pulling and dragging, no, just, you know, it, it was calculated. And um, it was, it was a finely tuned Sarsfields team to, you know, I, to the best display I've seen him given in a long, long time now. And uh, it's, it's after changing me, me thinking for the, the county favourites now, I'd, I'd be honest, coming away from it. And that's. He's no, no, we can't have that tag. <laughs> well, I know, Sarah's lads will argue, <laughs> lad, lad, lads will argue that drum were poor, but. Sars did not lay them hurt. They just did not lay them hurt, and they were for me. They were awesome. They they were. I I thought it was the performance at the weekend. I'd agree, hundred percent. Definitely performance at the weekend. Sean, there's no getting over this. They're <laughs> strong in every department. Made, you know, like we would probably. I think it was similar, maybe to the Swan game against Killinall. Stephen, that we talk about as well. But um, I think just Tarlis made Drum look bad. I think that their intensity, their work rate, their 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 skill on the ball, like the way that Everton was just snapped to hand, like it was just an exceptional performance. As I said, like when you look, you know, after beating Nina now, Drum, Lockmore next, like if he'd go on to win this championship, like and I don't think it's two steps ahead here, it'll re- really be done the hard way. But I was really because again with Sars, it's maybe not, you know, maybe lacking a few household names compared to previous years, like you know, like uh, that Corbett now the kind of the real marquee players, but you have like the Stakelums, Billy McCarthy, Stephen Carr, like all hurling out of their skin now. Like, and you know, you're able to bring Paddy Creed on then for the last what 15 minutes. You might have lost yeah, 10 minutes that like, loud. Even the bench again made a difference. Shawnee Butler got injured there on, um, who had a great game the last day. Um, went off after about 20 minutes there. I'm not sure how he is. Um, like, Tommy Lyle came on, could have scored a goal actually when he came on. Another hit lad or something, whatever. Like Conor Lanigan came on as well. David Carver. So like, with options there, we're kind of always mixing it up. But as you say, like we're beating who the front is the moment, and like have to stay going at that. Yeah, he's being quiet enough now. He's <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not giving away much. <laughs> we love it, right? Yeah, that's not... <laughs> yeah exactly. You're, you're you're right too, and. Uh, absolute cracker I think against a lot more to look forward to then we, we won't ask you to call that one but um, I suppose as we better move on uh, down to the Premier Inter- Premier Intermediate the first of the first of our apologies may be due we'll take the relegation first uh, mine Temple 2 we actually know no apology required just following uh, our great pot advice Stephen I think you suggested <laughs> moving Connor Bow up so they moved them up to midfield Garota Connor I think got 16 points but you know they were Worthy winners against Newport who looking see we're going to lose a North team now for this with um Sean Tracy's going down against or sorry, Sean Tracy's beating Newport in the other semi final. But um yeah, mine out mine out a bit of trouble in some turnaround after the same Aries game. Yeah, come at the hour, come at the man, um Groda Connell with sixteen and nine from play, I think. Yeah. You know, that's that's I'm the county player, give me the ball attitude, you know, and uh that that's fantastic. Look I think they deserved the criticism the last few weeks. You know, they were they they were really poor, you know, and that that's that's going back to the cash game. You know, you've three men advantage and you don't know what to do with the ball. The criticism, while we didn't try to be make it personal, we critiqued the game and they deserved it the last few weeks. They were going extremely poor. But being in the situation they were in in a relegation semi-final, they performed and they delivered. And when they were in that match, that's all they wanted. Get the result, get out of here and start afresh next year. And fair play to them, like, you know what I mean? And and by all accounts, now, again, we've loads of hurling this weekend, so it's not a game I got to see. But by all accounts and reports, your two county men stood up and delivered and were excellent on the day. And 
that's all you can ask for. And uh, fair play to him for getting out of getting out of trouble. Exactly, and I was I was flicking over to this game. I suppose with the extra time in the first game, it it meant you know you you first senior game it meant you kind of could watch little bits and pieces of most games, or you could kind of yes. focus on focus on one of them. But yeah, I think that one mind that you know they're always every time I flicked over, they were four or five points up. Uh, they they seem they seem comfortable. So um, yeah, Newport again. We mentioned that they were definitely a team not playing to the sum of their parts and. Uh, Sean Tracy, this is another game I didn't see the weekend. But um, again, we go back to Portrow, maybe just really suffering from those couple of abs- absentees in attack. I think Enda went to this game and just said that New- or Portrow had nobody to put the ball over the bar. I uh, know they'd be paying a paying for a plane ticket now for a couple of weeks for Rune Mulrooney to to go back in from the States or or to Cam. But again, you know, two these two clubs would be very disappointed to be where they are now in a game away from the intermediate grid. Yeah, yeah, they will. And um like Newport not not long up um in the in the Premier and Intermediate ranks, like you know, they were on promoted. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think it was 2000 and was it 98, uh, 15 or something or 16 or something. Around that time, I remember playing them when we came down intermediate from senior and, um, but yeah, they'd be very disappointed, you know. Uh, poor scoring, and as, as I said, putting the ball over the bar, as we sh- as we we'll, we'll talk about later on in intermediate games. You need that man putting the ball over the bar. You need that one person who can do it, and it's it's a huge weapon to have. And unfortunately for them, they don't have that man to put it over the bar. And now they're in a relegation, in a relegation final, an all north relegation final. Probably familiarity. Probably both clubs. Will be happy to be playing each other as uh, in a weird way that they probably feel they can beat each other because they know each other a little bit better than they know the other teams. You know, it's it's just just going to be a tough tough afternoon because when you're in that relegation final and I've been there a few times, you know, confidence is not high, morale is on the ground. It's it's just it's a dog fight now for sixty minutes. Absolutely, absolutely. I suppose that's our that's. What... Our first, I suppose, taking the congratulations. Maybe a little apology from me next now to the good people at Turles Sarsfields because I said debt taxes and Turles Sarsfields going out in the quarterfinal of the Orion. But uh, Sean, he, cer- he certainly deserved their semi-final place this year now with a hard-fought win over Burgess. They got level there. I think they actually went to point up late on. But um, Sars, Sars grounded out again. Oh, cracking win. Yeah, these... This team, it just you know, keeps kind of giving to honest and it's an enjoyable win at any. Um, firstly, we've had great wins there this team over the years. A bit neat, our mind there, and uh, I think it was in the year won it actually, maybe in a quarter final or something there under lights on the evens as well. So, like, we had these wins in Bursley that we remember what, like, going into the game up against the big North team, like, we should be probably be up, think to be up senior, but. We kind of doubt and hurled like the same. We kind of went and we had the physicality as well to kind of match that at, at times. And um, our, our veterinary, Mike Cal in backs, was phenomenal. Like he came out a ball there at times, like when we needed him, he made runs. But then our forwards, then as always, we've lads that can score from various positions. Um, what is even at the end, then Burge got a point up with three or four minutes to go. And he was like, ah, fucking hell, threw it away. You know, we need something to dig out. And, like the text ready. You, you the text ready. I, I, I see the few text ready. Um, 
had a few subs and Mikey Bryan came on, got two points, like, you know, um, and we got ahead and then maybe Birds lost the head a bit, maybe with Lagos sent off and then did another free to left short and Lagos sent off was probably going to hit the free if he wasn't sent off and they got a point to so swings around us and like, you know, so, but like, our lads, like, deserve it to be honest, like, it wasn't a case of people going, oh, just free in at the end decisions, like, but there's still three or four minutes on the clock if that went over, the ref wasn't going to blow the game up a draw, like, we could have still scored a point or we could have actually scored a point, so it's just great to get there now, like, and in the same final going up against no matter who we're up against, so it's just to get that kind of into the final four for our second team and both teams be going now training this week and recovery sessions, so that's morale and that's mm. by watching the group with the same management over both teams. Yeah, no draw made in this one um, because Laura have to play their quarter final against Clana Kelly, Clana Kenny. Um, Laura, I suppose there was a bit of discontent over them being number one in the power rankings. I don't think if I've anything got to do with it, they'll be number one this week because the all south the all south game in Art Finnan on Sunday. I was very impressed with killing all how they uh, disposed of Carrick Swan. Swan got a couple of late goals, maybe put a bit of a gloss on the um on the results, but. You know, I think they lost by eight points in the end, but it was more of a 14-point beating. Uh, Stephen, not sure if you saw much of this one, but very impressed by killing all. The, you know, Joe Dwyer there kind of sitting in the half-back line looks so assured back there. You know, they've, they've the Dwyer's bar bubbles on the, on the line kind of still injured, like, but, you know, the Dwyer's kind of running. They've, the stake was a big, big threat up in the forwards and they're just all, you know, we say about killing all, we criticise them a bit the odd time. That they they're not playing as a team, but I think they certainly are. Uh this yeah. year. Yeah, and I got a little bit of it on the on the phone there while as I said, between halftime and extra time and all the um and I suppose one one thing I would have criticized Kilnall with about down the years was physicality and stomach for a fight. And by all accounts and seeing clips, they dominated the fight, you know, they brought the intensity, they brought the war, and you know, and it's it's seen it, uh, Declan Fannin has his hands all over this team. I know he's the manager, not but but I hurled against Declan Fannin a couple of times down the years, and he'll hurl you if you want. And if you want to be an arsehole, he'll be an arsehole. You know, if you want a tough, he'll give it to you tough. And and Kilnall now look like a tough team, you know. And I think it, it's it's fantastic for Kilnall. I think they're, they're always a good team, but did they have it in the stomach? Did they have the grit in the stomach for it? And by all accounts, this this was a hammering at the weekend, and you know, and there was, it, it, I think they might have been at one stage early in the game, five points all, and then just Kilnall took off, turned on the jets, turned on the physicality, brought the intensity, initiated everything that you need to do in a hurling match, and they did it, and um, you know that that that's it's going to be like there was no scary moments like the South final. That's where I I I, I gave I I tipped this one last week because. I thought they conceded a soft goal in the South final. They had them rattled in the second half. They um made one or two bad decisions at the end of the game that could have gotten won them the South final. And I and they had to measure them over the years. But it was like a it was like chalk and cheese this weekend, you know. Kilnall really dominated the game and deserved every point of the victory, even though the scoreline didn't reflect the full value of the victory. And they're going to be very confident now going into the next round. Absolutely, I just just flicking down through the team here. Their their spread of scores is quite impressive, and you know Swan likes or O'Halloran there, kind of you know led the resistance. But Kevin Kevin Lanigan there, centre back, like you know, kind of booked early, booked early on enough, kind of set, settled after that. Um, just just look at Paddy Fee in there, you know, ec- excellent again. Like Tom Stakes and tr- three points from play, you know the. They just swan couldn't match him for the spread of scores. Very reliant on, I think, uh, Gavin O'Halloran got 1 8 overall, including the pen- penalty and six frees. The full forward line only got three points between them. They'd be quite young, you know, Aaron Dunn, obviously, as we all know, because he's a very good, very good hurler. Taylor Fleming, probably first year or two up. First, in, first year on the panel, yeah. 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 So I had a good couple of moments, but, you know, I think he was out, out to the sideline a bit more than he'd want to be, kind of, you know, had to come that far for possession, whereas. He wasn't a threat out there. Can all probably happy to, to yeah. see him out there. Just one of those days for Swan, and you know they did improve. I think when um Daniel Hannon came on, but you know the the board had flown at that stage. You know, and I know yeah, he's yeah. probably this stage a sixty minute player, but I just wonder maybe would they be better off to start him 
uh, and you know try, try and come with something different but uh, you know I, I just think Kilnall were, were, were so good I don't think it wouldn't have mattered yeah and they were, they were excellent and look this has to be said as well this is Kilnall without Bowles the wire as well you know he's injured he's probably not going to see any action this year maybe but you know they're not like as I said uh, Swan relied on Gavin O'Halloran to get the scores and I'm not sure it was him from midfield he was playing most of the game midfield but he's doing yeah. most of the scoring anyway if your forwards not contributing, you know, uh, eventually that's going to show, you know, and he said three points from the inside line. Now they're young, they'll learn, they, this this will bring them on a ton, you know, um, learning from this and they've, you know, there's some good lads on the line that can help them, help them grow as players. But this Kilnall team without Bubbles the Wire and without your marquee man, without your, one of your talisman and they're still performing like that, spread the scores, not over relying on anyone. It's, you know, it, it's, it's, Brilliant going from Kilnall. They're so champions. They're going into a, a county semi final now with their their eyes firmly on 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 the prize ahead of them, and they're going to take stopping. They're going to take stopping. They're fit. They're strong, and the two boys up. The, the Tom Staken up top. I think is a monster. I love watching him yeah. hurl, especially in foot, when he's in full flight. I, I think, you know, he he's a stride on him there. Like two or three strides is five or six of a smaller man's stride. You know, and, and it's just um. There's only better he's getting from from what I'm seeing him the last few years. So, you know, the spread of scores is is huge for him. It's huge, and um, you know, you can snuff out one person if he's if if he's doing all the scoring. You can't snuff out five or six unless you're playing phenomenally yourselves. And uh, you know, they'll be they'll be extremely happy and extremely confident going into the next round. Exactly, and you know, we don't as I said, we don't know who they who will they be playing or who they get in the next round, the semi-finals. But, you know, maybe a team that they won't want to play is Cashel, who had, again, uh, I was very impressed with Gartner, who when they beat St. Mary's in the preliminary quarter. Week long, you know, week long might have been a short enough period for the turnaround to be able to get up. But um, they matched Cashel for a long period. But in the end, I think Cashel's panel um, took over. And, you know, the, I'm not even sure. I think it was a four-point win in the, in the end in this one. But uh, again, yeah, I think Cash will make Cash will make it a bit of a statement there. Yeah, look, I look, we love to throw a few digs at Cash, you know, down down the last year or two with the transfers and all that. But we have to give them credit as well. You know, they've there were three men down against Mind Temple too. I know it turned out Mind Temple too, we weren't great, but they dug out and they got the win. You know, they topped their group. They have to come in here against a, I think a fantastic Gurton Ho team. You know, oh, yeah. and they they you know, and they got they've got the win. I said last week. You now the biggest obstacle for Cashel is to can 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 they they deal with the weight of expectation because there's huge expectation on. They've massive numbers. They've you know they've a big panel at the at the Premier Intermediate level and they've some great players. You know um they have to deliver and look they're doing it this year. You know I think the way they ended last year they wouldn't be happy at all about it. But but this year they're they're getting business done and. You know they're 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 a big team as well. They're a solid, they're a solid team. There's some big hurlers there, and there's some great hurlers too as well. Um, they're going to they're going to be very confident. They're going to be a serious handful in that semi final for whoever they're playing. And I think you know what they have is a very good contribution off the bench, which is I think in this in these games now going forward, I think Adrian Cummins might have came on again and it did very well for him. You know he's a solid kind of impact sub. In fact, sub there if I have the right lad, and you know they just have the couple of suspensions, the couple of lads that were suspended for a couple of games in the group stages now don't come. So it's feeding the competition. They've lad back from America as well. So yeah, again, it's they they look like a team that's really prime prime now for Ollie Moran with them as well to the end of the year. So they look like a team that's kind of primed for a right go at this championship. I think like on that as well, I think with Laura not playing so again, Killon and Gurton or Killon and Cashel have put down some markers there and that, like, you know, you know, go out and matches there and shows that are made of like, you know, being a fancy team to win this. Like so that's the thing, you know, they're there, they'll see now how Laura go, you know. We talk about that, like the game was postponed there due to reading Tony Kenny. Um but like this like them three considering Laura get home, like ourselves will be the kind of the bridesmaids looking at them, maybe like, yeah, you know what, Sean? I, I would put you as outsiders. I, I'd be honest, I don't think you know, Clan Kenny, they'd be saying that Laura any 
any short thing, definitely given how tight some of these games have been. But you know, that's a bit of a disadvantage now because Laura, you know, they'll only if they do win or whoever wins that one, they'll only have the week break uh to the semi final. You know, so again, as Garden Who kind of maybe found out it's a it's a tight enough turnaround. And her benefits are getting heavier. Yeah, so you um just in the intermediate, you have to have a draw so because there's three. So that there has to be a repeat pairing. So in the Premier this in the Premier Intermediate, is there? In the so Premier Intermediate, you won't you won't Laura and Killinall won't be able to meet All if right. Laura qualify. All right. So again, there what'll that what'll that mean? There Cashel Cashel can play everyone. Uh Clana Kenny. They're in Burgess group. So yeah, they, they'll be they'll be fine as well. So that's the only two that can meet each other there. So again, look, there's a fifty percent chance of killing all Cashel semi-final, which would be an absolute cracker. Down to the intermediate, lads. Um, are we due any apology here, or we have to give an apology? Do we with Golden yeah, win? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge slice of humble pie over Golden. Jesus, fair uh, play to him. I didn't see that coming. Now, um, look, I, I suppose I want to counter this with I did win senior Dan Breen last man standing, so. I'm able to pick a winner. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um no, fantastic result for uh for Golden, you know, in the county semi-final. And I, I thought I really thought with Drum, I don't think they lost too many players to the seniors. But when you have like Sarsfields in the in the intermediate in the Premier Intermediate as well, when you're training with your senior team, you know, training is that bit sharper, it's that bit quicker. You're you're training with players that are that bit better. I, 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 I really thought Strum would have too much of a spread around the field. Now, I do, did mention Golden's uh, inside line, especially Leamy. You know, I was I didn't think they'd get enough ball to him. Um, but they, they turned over, and I think they had three or four points, five points maybe even to spare. And yeah, and that's it. That's... When you look, it was just a stinker of a weekend for Drum all around. And I said, maybe yeah, touch yeah. on that kind of thing starting to go a bit south with that. Performance against Bracken. I think they won by thirteen or fourteen. Then no, was that a big win? Mm. Yeah, I think it was more than. I just can't get it up here. Oh yeah, well I owe him another apology. So <laughs> I'm only saying forty points. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but but either either way, it was a fantastic performance, fantastic result, and they find themselves in a the county semi final now after being completely written off. And if we're honest. They probably go in there thinking the other teams are going to think the same about us again this weekend or next yeah. weekend. You know, they're going to love us. Their their preparation is going to be under the under the radar. Nobody's going to be talking about them as like like they will the other three. And they will love they will love that. It's a GA thing, nobody wants to be favourites. And even more so yeah. you want to be a huge underdog. And you know, fair play to them, you know, and hats off to them. I humble pie will be it tonight. One eleven to three eighteen, so uh, yeah, that's quite the, quite that's the funny point to win. There must have been a real one. Yeah, look, last yeah, week. Right. We, may as well, we may as well not kind of you know overpraise them because they will be the team that all the other three remaining teams want to want to face in the semi final. They're going to have to raise it again. I mean, Cap White arguably unlucky. You know, kind of gave Kilchina a good head start in the in the first half. Couldn't claw back uh, down. Here, this one was on on Saturday again. Like you know, just gave themselves too much to do. Yeah, I I got to see this one. Well, on on Clover, but yeah, they just give them to, like, Kilshiel are not a team that you give a big head start to because they have the they have the boys up top to hurt you, you know. And I I I I fancied Capoey uh, to get scores, but it's keep them out the other end is another issue because look, Marky is a county a county. Forward into county forward, even all our middle under his belt, he's underage, success under his belt. He knows where the posts are, and his younger brother Barry, I think, I think is a fantastic hurler. I love watching him play hurling, and I think he he's so under the underrated, maybe not underrated, but there's there's so much focus going on to to mark that Barry is causing havoc against teams, and um, they just they just gave him too much of a head start. I don't know, is it a belief thing? You know, but like you give him that kind of a head start, and you're climbing a mountain. Then in the second half, and you know all all Kilshiel had to do was keep the scoreboard ticking over, while Cap White had to do all the work in the second half. Now they nearly pulled it off. They had a they had a brilliant, brilliant second half. But 
There's just a little bit too much work left to do. Yeah, but, you know, Cap White are building. I think they can be happy enough. Another West title in the bag. Probably, you know, as we said, that there was, there's three teams, one of three teams likely to win this competition. Um, You know, I think Darren McCarthy there had a fine year. Um, big score threat for them. So, you know, their future is definitely bright for Kappa White. Um, you know, so hopefully that'll get me back in the good books with the good people of West Tipperary. Um, <laughs> money goal, all North Clash. Now, money goal, I suppose, not a surprise that they beat Boris game, but maybe that they beat them so well. I think there was about seven or eight in this one. 210 to 315. So, yeah, eight points. Look, I, 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 I wasn't a bit surprised with the result. I think Monegal are a fantastic team. And, you know, I know Kilchila rested a few on up on mine against Monegal, but Monegal were also missing a few as well. And the way they were able to respond to the adversity of Kilchila going ahead late in the game, um, you know, I, I, I think they're, I think they're an excellent team. And, you know, I wasn't surprised with the result. And, you know, they had... They had a they had a tough old group, although the three of them were 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 qualified by way of winning the divisions. I think three of the teams went out to actually top that group, you know, and they, they didn't hold back in any of the games against each other. They didn't try and hide their hand, you know, this whole saying don't show your hand. There was none of that BS either. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I think they're like, you know, they were in the county final last year against Lara. You know, so they'll they're they're good. These are and good what they teams. Have is two inter county standard forwards as well. Which is crucial yeah. at this level. It's the lads up top. They're they're the game winners. You know, if you have lads that are scoring, it makes a massive, massive. Like you can defend as a unit. You know, the sum of your parts will will far outweigh um a, a marquee centre back. Let's say you know because you can you can avoid them, but if you have lads up top that know how to score and are scoring, it's you know it's a, it's a difficult task ahead of you. Absolutely. Uh, the re- uh, we won quarter final to Morlan Lockville again. Yeah. That was on, yes. Yeah, Sunday air is actually on before. Watching a bit of it there before the games in the stadium. Morlan 20 points, 15. Was. Morlan always had enough. Lockville just couldn't get scores near the end, but kind of expect Morlan from what kind of showing this year to have enough in that game. But it's kind of a, again, it died to not even the last 10 minutes, both teams just kind of hitting the ball towards goals and or neither were kind of scoring. But yeah, Knockerville, I suppose, did a few late chances again. And like yeah. yourself, I only saw the, the end of that. Did a few kind of half chances later on, but they couldn't even forge a goal to kind of make a make a game of it. Or Borland always looks safe. Decision making was a bit off. But yeah, Borland, you know, they're strong. You know, again, they're looking they're looking strong there. I'd be very slow to try and pick a winner from this last four. Transfers might tip the tip. Do we withdraw this one must be made, don't we? Who got who? Do we? I don't I can't remember now off the top of my head whether it was a draw made. Oh no, Kilchina and Golden and and Borland and Money Gallet. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it is. So again the reason the mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a nice yeah. draw for Kilchina, you know, but like Golden Tap White might have given him a bit of a tempted on how to play him. You know they might they might learn a bit from that and might be tighter near expect. The other one I, I fancy for money goal. Yeah, I think I think as well money goal. I think they're unfinished business from last kind year. of primed a bit for yeah as you say from last year and prime for previous years. I think this year and they they've got this for now. They might just kind of keep it up as they go on. Yeah, we we'll finish out with the relegation. Tigaraville got out of this with a one point win, didn't they? And um, against Upper Church, mm-hmm. probably closer yeah. than a few expected. Yeah, a little bit closer, but I think we called it last week that we well, I fancy Arvale to get out of this one anyway. I think um, Upper Church are in; uh, they're the ones in bother. I think, um, but look, Arvale won't care how they got out of it. One point, ten points, they don't care. It's about winning the game, and they got the result. You know, and they go back and they, you know, they back to the drawing board for next year and figure out how to keep lads from going on holiday, maybe because it, it's it, with with the smaller teams down at this level. Your big players, they're they're so important, you know, and Aravel can't afford to be missing their big players. So look, there's yeah, you know, like some teams even you say, Oh, look, they're in relegation one year, but you know, it's a one off they learn from it. But Aravel, you just think that they might be back here again next year, like. 
they, they could, but I think the beauty of the intermediate grade, unfortunately, is there's so many teams could be back in it. You know, like, geez, we would have been relegation favourites this year as well, you know, and we got the result against out of Vale that, that got us out of trouble, for want of a, you know, I know it was only the first round, but that could have been easy, easily have been us. Had there been a result in, in the other group game on the day rather than a draw, it could easily have been one of them. Like, mm-hmm. you can go from you can go from relegation candidates to promotion candidates within a year because I think the problem down lower down the division is consistency. You know, the likes of Kilshiel and Moneygall and Borland are consistently good from game to game. But you take one good player out of the second tier of teams and they could go from being brilliant to being brutal. You know, and I think that's the problem down for a little bit lower. Like if, if Aravale got their act together next year, you know, and put a little bit more focus on actually hur- on hurling. I know they're a football club as well, like, but they could go f- they could go to the other end, not to the not so much the other end, but they could they could they could be looking at qualifying out of the group. And I think that's that's the important part is the consistency of teams that little bit low. Look at ourselves for example. We were brilliant the first day, brilliant the second day, although we didn't get the result and absolutely brutal the third day. You know, they, the big teams and the, the the best the better teams are consistent every day. You know, and that's what the 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 lads down in the second half of the table, the likes of ourselves and our veil and the rest of the clubs, that's what we have to get better at consistency. Last game, last game there was Kildangan hit four fourteen and still lost against Shannon Rovers, who hit thirty points. So I have to do my maths. So that was a four four point win for Shannon Rovers. Look, they're in that tough group with Kilsheed and Boher and Boherland and Moneygall. So you know, they're always going to be the drawn the intermediate relegation that the others didn't want. Um, that leaves Kildangan in the in the relegation final against Upper Church. I'd fancy Kildangan to have too much there. They they're just down from Premier Intermediate, so they want yeah. to go and up straight again. Just up, so like there's if one he just up one just down like the Tina's down should be the win that, but them relegation battles you never know. Like Shannon Rover scoring thirty points, um, like they are against like that's kind of a worry for Kildangan. Like that's some scoring at the weekend that's been gone as well. Like yeah, ab- absolutely. Quick talk on the junior A lads again. I didn't see any of this the weekend, but no South representation in the semi finals. Clan Malogue's Odyssey has come to an end. Um, they died with their boots on, I suppose, against the uh, Holy Cross. We're missing a few lads who deferred honeymoons and, and whatnot. Like, so you know, fair, fair play to them. They won't, I suppose, be too worried maybe after their South win. Uh, good Holy Cross team by all accounts, and my Rovers might be a tad disappointed. They lost to Brackens after extra time, so another year junior hurling for the men in Monroe. Yeah, there's probably a, a lot of a lot of men up Monroe that are happy to be junior hurling next year. You know, um, scant regard to the to, to pay to the hurling there up, so I have no sympathy for him. I would have tipped him, and I was and, and I was vocal about it. I would have tipped him to if they applied themselves, if they took it really serious, I'd have tipped him to walk straight back up. You know, I played them down the years and they can be fantastic. They can be brutal then when they don't care about football. You know, they put on a performance out to have a few years ago in a South, a South Intermediate final. And they were, I, I go as far as to say they were coasting until they got a blast of energies, in, in, injuries. You know, and then to see them relegated now and struggling up the county is, you know, it's, it's a sorry sight, but it's, it's, it's all their own um, doing. Look, you know, for speaking as a South person here, we need another team or two up intermediate. Mm-hmm. Like that South Junior A is completely bloated. Like, and I don't think it's any good for hurling in the South to see the likes of, you know, my Rovers, Care, Grange Mokler, even Federick, like, you know, kind of rebuilding, just stuck down Junior A. It's nearly an impossible competition to get out of. Ballon Hinch should probably be favourites, I think, as well. They're in the, they're in the semi final. They're not sure who completes the semi-final line up there, but look, as we said, plenty plenty on, plenty of action. Um, Mary's since we talked last, Mary's picked up a a valuable under nineteen title on Wednesday evening against the Swan. So bad week for the Swan, all all round. But I think that that's four in a row for Mary. So we get maybe the. We 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 get the pleasure of playing Holy Cross tomorrow night under lights in Littleton. So. That'll be a tough one. Showing there, looking <laughs> T Grimace in a bit, maybe at the prospect of that. But sure, look, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Holy Cross pulled away against those there last Wednesday night in Ramban. 
scoring probably didn't reflect the game. We kind of pushed on. We had to get a few scores in the end. You kind of left the back line open, maybe, but like, well, across our fair outfit there, that like, and don't take some beating, like, with 17, 19 double there in the mid, like, so. But on the way, we just mentioned Monsignor as well, so. Best of luck, Kevin. That's all I can yeah, say. Exactly. That would be great. We'll be fine. Uh, right, lads. Sure, look, we'll leave it there. Plenty of action against the football quarterfinals on this weekend. So I suppose hurling ways we can all breathe. We can all breathe for a weekend and relax. But uh, yeah, plenty of action on this weekend again as all the championships come to their conclusion. Thanks a million, lads. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.